Hey, what's up everyone? Um, well, everyone, audience of zero right now, right? <laughs> um, so I was just thinking, um, one of the things that early in my career really like helped me back was um, this like, misunderstanding that I had around um, content quality that I want to talk about. Oops, I just totally almost backed into this guy's door. Um, maybe not the greatest idea to record podcast episodes while I'm driving my car, um, but you know, here, uh, here we are, uh, in the Lucky's parking lot, braving the danger of, uh, getting into an accident and, you know, exposing pedestrians to the, uh, opportunity for a lawsuit. Uh, you're welcome everyone uh, in the Lucky's parking lot. If I slightly glance you, you can always fake a little whiplash and uh, yeah, I'll see you in court. But that's how much I, you know, care about you guys, my uh, zero listeners. <laughs> my imaginary listeners that uh, I'm, I'm literally risking my life and limb and others life and limbs to uh, share some ideas with you. But um, what was I talking about? Uh, yeah, content quality. Um, early in my career, I was just like so afraid to post anything or put anything out. You know, I would write an article and I would just be terrified of hitting the publish button. You know, I would just, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, what if, what if everyone hates it? Or you know, or like if I had a funny funny idea to, to put into an article, I wouldn't put it in, or I'd second guess myself like a hundred times before doing anything, and the end result was that I just, I, I just couldn't put anything out, because, you know, uh, early in my career, I was just a team of one, I was the only marketing guy for that company, and that was the worst thing I could have done, because, you know, it, even if you put out content that isn't as high of a production value, like, Obviously, my my podcast is not going to be as well produced as like This American Life by Ira Glass, but I don't have a team. But you know, if you don't even like put the content out, um, which I didn't early in my career, uh, specifically for the reason of like, oh, you know, if I can't produce a podcast as good as uh, This American Life in terms of production value, um, then you know, I, I shouldn't do a podcast at all. I can't do it at all. It's too risky. It'll be damaging to the brand, it'll, it'll damage the business, uh, or take an article for example, one thing I always used to compare myself to is like the New York Times and I was like, if I can't write an article that has like the feel of the New York Times uh, but like for this industry that I'm writing in, then uh, you know I shouldn't even put anything out, like it's better not to because it's, it's more dangerous to put out something that's not of the utmost production value uh, level of quality uh, than it is to not put anything out at all. And uh, something I've, I've started to realize is that, um, yeah, it's, it's actually better to put something out that isn't as well produced and, and have something out there. Um, because at least your brand is getting in front of people. And the other thing is that the, the more you produce, the better it's just going to get anyways. Because you are going to be, and this is specifically like speaking to someone that is like the one man marketing team for their startup, which is often the case in like really early stage companies. Like 
even companies that have venture capital funding many times early on the uh, the marketing team is one person the VP of marketing or you know in my case my title was marketing manager at this company called uh, the name of the company is an important um, go live labs in uh, I guess I'll say it go live labs in, um, in Sunnyvale I was the one-man marketing team there and um, in retrospect what I wish I had done or what I would tell to myself what I would tell myself back then is like one like don't focus so much on uh, advertising and optimizing those LinkedIn ads for cost per lead because I had such a tiny budget for that I had like $500 a month like nothing's gonna happen with that budget if you don't have the right content and um, you know I would have told myself like just produce as much content as you can on as many platforms as you can and uh, get it out there and like get the word out about the user experience consulting agency and try to create value for the community of people you're trying to reach which is those uh, you know product teams at enterprise companies whether they're in IT or whether they're uh, you know working in developing software so that you can sell uh, consulting services uh, to them um, and I think that would have been much more successful than the approach I took which was oh I'm gonna write an ebook and then I'm gonna market this ebook on LinkedIn and then I'm gonna try to build an email list and then I'm gonna uh, email to this email list and I'm gonna phone call them and try to get them into a sales conversation you know we did that uh, tried to build pipeline like that we got some opportunities and they just didn't close you know um, it's just not the right way to go about building brand and especially uh, with that small of a budget $500 a month um, you know like you need to grow your business in short term you know you need to build some pipelines somehow um, but again uh, you know going going through that ebook, ebook route to uh, sales to uh, opportunity creation to uh, closing ops from those uh, ebook uh, you know gated of content uh, type funnels, um, at least in the um, B2B uh, space, uh, especially for a services company, um, that that is uh, extremely uh, like low ROI. That's a low ROI tactic. It's um, it's not going to work unless you've got like forty thousand dollars a month to spend. You've got like enough uh, SDRs or you know salespeople to like get aggressive with your phone calls and. Um, you know, you've got enough runway uh, as well as you've got uh, a sticky enough service so that when you um, sell that kind of foot in the door, low entry point offering, um, your service is really going to deliver and it's going to grow on the account. Um, you, know, once, you know, once it gets, uh, the account's going to grow after a year of doing business with you. Um, without those things being in place, that like ebook based uh, funnel strategy just it's, it's not going to work well for you. Uh, it didn't work well for us. Um, and, you know, that's that's a learning, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad in a way that it didn't work and it failed. Otherwise, um, you know, I, I might still be. Well, actually, I don't know. I kind of wish it had worked because uh, I was I was pretty sad, uh, you know, when, when the shop closed up and... Um, business shuttered its doors and I got that email driving home one day like hey man there's no more work for you here at Go Live Labs uh, thanks for all the hard work but we're shutting business down because we you know just couldn't close and get sales um, 
yeah, so that, that, that was a learning experience for sure. But uh, coming full circle to kind of end this episode off, like what I would should have done in retrospect is one, create a crap load of content, like podcast, make it, turn those podcast recordings into like short edited videos, post that, uh, turn it into Instagram, post that, you know, uh, turn it into Facebook, post that, uh, write articles for the blog, write an article every single day, right? Uh, and then go on Twitter, go on LinkedIn, engage with the people um, that you're trying to sell to uh, on those platforms. Um, create a uh, UX design podcast and get product managers on that podcast talking about user experience design. And uh, sorry, there's a dude with a the dog there, um, almost home. Um, get those people on the podcast. Uh, you know, you're going to build relationships with them. That way you're going to understand your customer much better. And, um, all those activities together, plus taking that small $500 budget and running like fresh content constantly at a very small group of, uh, target customers on LinkedIn would have been much more successful of a pipeline building strategy. Cause you know, that would have built brand that would have gotten people interested in engaging with our content. Um, it would have been cheaper to get in front of these people. You know, email isn't the only way to get in front of someone. I, I argue that a LinkedIn follower that actually engages with your content is just as uh, uh, valuable as a uh, email address. You know, uh, a LinkedIn follower that engages your content, a YouTube subscriber that engages a, uh, you know, what have you, an Anchor FM podcast listener. Um, these are all valuable um, conversions. Uh uh, that, that you can make. Um, so that, that's, that's all I had to say on this episode. So, you know, uh, if you're early in your career and you're doing content and you're afraid, like just make more content, uh, a lot more and like lower your, uh, desire for what you think the uh, production value quality should be. It doesn't need to, um, be the like best ever, uh, video from like a production standpoint, you know, you don't need to look like a Martin Scorsese film uh, when you're talking about, uh, I don't know, whatever your product is that you're marketing, a uh, Trello or something, a dashboarding tool. Um, all you got to do is try to create value and um, you're not going to know what's valuable for your audience and, until you put a lot of stuff out on a variety of different topics. Uh, the analytics will tell you and you can go from there. So put more stuff out. Uh, that's all I had for, for this episode. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys next time.